Hello and welcome to Useful Yarning, a podcast for knitters and crocheters. Hey, um, it's me. It's been all summer since I've made a podcast episode and so I'm back and I guess I tend to be doing like a review of my trip to Europe where I got a lot of yarn and just going over what I made during the summer and it's going to be a lot of fun so I can't wait to get into it. I hope it, I know it's been a really long time since I recorded a podcast, but thank you to those people who are still there. Um, anyway, let's get into all the yarn that I bought from Europe. I went to five yarn stores in total, which is kind of a lot, and it was like the most fun thing ever. I'll go over all five of the yarn stores that I went to in the three different countries and what I got in each one. So let's start with my yarn from Germany. Alright, so the first stop of my trip was in Germany, and I went to two yarn stores there. The first one I went to was in Mainz, Germany, and I will have a, I don't exactly, I don't, do not remember the names of all these yarn stores, so I'm sorry in advance. Um, so I got one beautiful, beautiful, beautiful skein of hand-dyed yarn, and this is a alpaca silk and cashmere blend, it's lace weight, it's like the most gorgeous yarn ever, and the yarn dyer i'm gonna mispronounce it terribly it's in germany it's called das monsha which means the moon sheep and i got a skein of the vega base in rosebud and so it's like this gorgeous gorgeous light pink color with like speckles of green and like hot pink and it's so soft it's like it's dreamy i really want to knit like a shawl like a really elegant shawl like lacy and beautiful and wear it somewhere fancy but i don't know I haven't found a pattern for that yet. I don't really have I don't really have plans for most of this yarn. But I really love this skin. It was it was a, such a really it was a really cute yarn store. I really loved where it was at. It was in like this really cute little square and then we were in Mainz, which was like such a cute town and I loved it. And this yarn is beautiful and I'll always remember where I got it. While at that yarn store I also got some like notions. I got sheep stitch markers and a sheep measuring tape. They're really cute. They're from DMC. Which also which usually makes a lot of embroidery thread, like clanking sound. You probably just heard this from the case, and it's really cute. They have uh pictures of sheep with like different patterns on them, and I have pictures of like all the yarn that I got posted on my Instagram. So if you want to go see it, just go look over there. Um, okay. Anyway, yarn store number two. So this one was also in Germany, and we were not planning to go to this one at all. But we were just walking around in this town. I'm sorry, I forget the name. It was so cute and small. And we just walk, we were just walking down the street, and all of a sudden, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's a yarn store. Um, I loved the. There were so many yarn stores in all of Europe. Like everywhere we went, there was yarn stores. Also, mainly we were in like big cities, so there's that. But anyway, I got this amazing giant ball of mohair. I already, I took the label off of this one because I'm already knitting something with it, so I'm really sad about that, so I don't remember what it was called. Um, anyway, it had a, it had a bunch of yarn in it, and it was on sale for, like, 10 euros, which was about $10, and so I got, like, a huge amount of this gorgeous, like, bulky weight mohair. It's such a pretty, there's, like, an ombre, like, purple and, like, grayish brown. Um, it doesn't sound that cute, but it's really pretty, and I'm knitting a top with it by the one and only pat, um, mohair pattern designer, Kara, Kara Ang, like, Kara's, Kara's Knitting is what her, uh, Instagram account name is, anyway, I'm knitting her the, it's called the Benny Top right now, I really love it, I'm probably gonna have enough to make a, like, a little, like, that pink kinda 
like a raglan sweater but with short sleeves that's the plan with the rest of the yarn after i finish it so i'll have like a matching set that's either that or i might do like a like those sleeves that's kind of been like the trend recently anyway i'm not sure about that but anyway i love that yarn it was such like a it's a giant ball it was like hilariously huge and so i was carrying it around with me it was funny um all right and so those were the two yarn stores in germany and then in paris we, which was our second stop i went to this yarn store it was called the little weasel and it was like absolutely the cutest yarn store ever it had fabric and all kinds of amazing like sewing materials as well as yarn and it had a huge variety of yarn it had like hand-dyed yarn and then it had more like cotton yarn for like amigurumi making which is really really popular in europe like they love to there was a lot of like amigurumi just like everywhere a lot in spain which i'll get to in a second but um so in this adorable the little weasel it was in like a covered pass like passageway and so they had like two it was just one store but they had like two sections like they were right across like the street from each other and so you just go through one to the other side one side had kind of more like the hand-dyed yarn and fabric and the other side had more of like the cotton yarn but they also had like uh just like the big brands like not like the big brands but like the <laughs> that's hard to explain but the brand like the brands in like the more affordable brands like sheep g's like that kind of stuff anyway so from there i got one skein of uh life in the long grass hand-dyed yarn it's fine it's their fine sock base and it's the colorway harbor and technically the yarn the hand-dyed yarn brand is not from france but it is from from ireland and i wasn't familiar with their yarn before that so that was cool i thought learned about a new hand-dyed yarn company i'm kind of talking fast but anyway i love this color so much it's gorgeous it's like turquoise with like green and like I said before, I have pictures of all my yarn on my Instagram, so go look for go look around, see all the gorgeous, gorgeous yarn. Um, okay, and then also from there on, the, the, so that was in the hand dyed and fabric side of the store, and then from the other side of the store, I bought two things. I bought a cake of Sheep G's Whirl yarn, which is like a, I believe it's sport weight. It's either sport weight or fingering. Weight. I think it's fing fingering weight. Anyway, I got a uh, yeah fingering weight. I got a scanner there that. I mean, not a skein, a cake of that. In the color Lavender Licious, and it's just really pretty, and it's, like, perfect for making shawls, and I've always wanted this yarn just because, I don't know, I've just always seen it, like, in, like, the project pages for, like, the virus shawl and Ravelry. I've always seen people doing it with the sheep juice whirl, and it's just so pretty. And also, I just love this color so much, I could not resist. It's, like, a beautiful um, ombre with, like, lavender on the outside, a dark purple, and it's just gorgeous. I love the color changes, it's kind of twisted together. Anyway, I'm really excited to make a pretty shawl with that, too. As you can tell, I got, like, two shawl yarns. Um, and then, finally, what else I got from there was this adorable little cherry crocheting kit. Like, to crochet a cherry keychain. Here, let me pop this open. It came in this adorable little bag. Okay. So, this was... It's from Hardycraft, which I believe is, like a dutch brand yes it's made in the netherlands um anyway it's this really adorable like little kit for making a cherry keychain um it comes with like two skein two mini skeins of sheep juice katona yarn to make like the cherry with it includes all everything you need keychain eyes it gave me oh yeah because the cherries i was like why did it give me two pairs of eyes but it's like a like a pair of twin cherries so I'm excited about that. They're really cute cherries. 
but I thought that was really fun and cute, so I got that. There's a picture on my Instagram. Um, I'm really excited about that. Okay, and then the final two yarn stores I went to were in Spain, okay? And so we went to two cities in Spain, Barcelona and also Madrid. And I went to both of the yarn stores in Madrid. One was planned, the other one was not planned. Anyway, let me just tell you the story behind these two. So, when we got to Spain, I was, like, looking on Google Maps, what yarn stores near me. And, so, yeah, this was in Madrid. And I found this one called, uh, like, the Black Cat Yarns. And so, I was like, oh, cool, we can go here and stop by one day. And so, we, uh, but back in Barcelona, I had gotten a book, uh, Pika Pal by it's like by uh the amigurumis by yan shankle and they have like the cutest amigurumis anyway i'm obsessed with them and so i was like oh i'm gonna get cotton yarn to make some amigurumis for my new book and so we go to the black cat yarns and everything in there was a lot different than what i'd like seen before in yarn stores like there was like signs saying do not touch the yarn which was very strange to me and basically instead of like picking out the yarn like just grabbing the yarns yourself and hanging them to like the cashier you would like ask the lady behind the desk to like grab you like the a specific like yarn that you wanted so it was kind of weird it was different than the yarn shows that i'd been to in america but i got some really nice cotton yarn to make the what is it like the puffin from the book the pika pow book um so it was a diff it was a different experience for sure it was i don't think it was my f it was not my favorite yarn show that i went to but it was really interesting. They had really pretty, like, just, um, samples, and they had really cute amigurumis, like, in there. That, they had really cute amigurumi decora decorations in the Little Weasel in Paris, too. Just, like, um, the decorations and, like, all the answers were really cute. And then, so, yeah, I got my cotton yarn. I'm walking down the street, and then we see the other, we see this other yarn store that I'd seen on Google Maps that I thought looked really cool, and it's called Miss Kits, and... So I was super excited. So we like we were just walking the other side of the street. We see that, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's a yarn store. So we run over there, and jump and pop inside. And there, I got some more cotton yarn, and I also got a crochet hook because I wanted to start crocheting my amigurumis as soon as possible. I got drops cotton light, which was my first drops yarn. So I was excited about that. I loved it. I loved that store though. It was probably one of my favorite ones. It was just really cute and like clean and just nice. Um, not that the other stores, yarn stores weren't clean, it was just really, like, I don't know, it had a lot of light. It was really, it was just a really nice store. Anyway, from there I got, like, a, some cotton, like, that drops cotton light yarn that I said to make the frog from the Pika Pow book, which I'm still currently working on, but, um, I'm really happy, I'm really, it was just a really fun yarn store, and I would definitely want to go to that one again. So, yeah, that was all my yarn that I bought in Europe, it was just a really fun experience. And it was just kind of funny because I got like that giant ball of mohair yarn. So I didn't just like carrying around this giant ball of mohair. Like I had to shove it in my suitcase. I felt kind of bad for it because it just like got like, it kind of got compressed, but I mean, that's good reason. I mean, yarns are squishy, right? But yeah, all the yarn made it home with me and I'm super happy to start knitting with it and it's gonna carry all the memories of my really amazing trip with me. So I'm super excited about that. But yeah, that's all the yarns I went to. So let's move on to the projects I made this summer while I didn't make any podcasts. All right, so that was all the yarn that I brought with me and I mean that I got from Europe, sorry. Um, but the project that I worked on while I was in Europe. Okay, so before we went, for like Christmas, I got 
a like a pack of the Hobie rainbow cotton, like the fingering white one, and like the yarn packs. Anyway, so I did wondering what I was gonna make with it, and I thought obviously I would love to make like a really cute fade with like one of the like the sets of I got like a blue fade kind of set and then like a turquoise fade kind of set, and so I put like a poll on my Instagram stories and I guess like the people voted and so I did blue, and so I knit this really pretty tank top. Uh, it was definitely, well, I'll tell you the story in a second. Anyway, but I don't remember the pattern name, but, and I haven't even, like, posted it or we've posted it yet or weaved in the ends yet, and I've been back for, like, a month, maybe two months. No, yeah, a month is probably. But, so that's on my list of things to do, but let's, let me tell you the story of the knitting of my beautiful tank top. I really, I'm really happy with that turned out. It's turned out super cute. So, the beginning of our, I started knitting it on the flight to Germany because that's where our trip started and I got like none of it done pretty much I think I cast it on I cast it on on the car ride to the airport so I started it but I didn't really knit it on the plane once we like got to Germany though we had like some family members drive us around for like the first like week or s week yeah about the week so I, I got a lot of knitting time in there and I pretty much did like the first like the top part with like the straps and stuff it was like top down and so I did, like, the front and the back, and so it was, like, knit, it was, like, knitting straight. I haven't talked about knitting in a while. I keep, like, forgetting how to, knitting flat, that, knitting flat, that's the word for it. Um, so I did a lot in the car, and so I got, like, the first top, the top part done, but I was kind of worried because it took me a while to do that. I just forgot that my knitting flat is a lot slower than my knitting in the round. Um, so it took me, like, that, like, the first week of our trip to finish, like, the top part. And then after that, it was just like, all in the round. So I finished, like, the top part in Germany. I actually have, like, a picture of... There's, like, a picture posted on my Instagram of me knitting in a castle in Germany where I'm, like, joining in the round right there. So it's, like, the end of the top. Um, So then I had, like, the body to do for the rest of my trip, which was in Paris and in Spain. I specifically remember trying it on in the tiny little bathroom in our Paris hotel. And it fitting really nicely, and I was really happy with how it looked. And I was considering making... Sorry, I got cut off there, but I was considering making it really cropped because it looked really cute like that, but obviously, I was like, well, then what am I going to knit for the rest of the trip? So, I made it a lot. I made it, like, full length. Okay, anyways, I made it full length, and I'm super glad that I did because... So, I knitted a little bit in Spain. Like, I had some time, but I didn't really have that much time. But anyway, on the airport, on the flight back, I was kind of worried that I wasn't going to be able to finish in time because it was kind of my goal to, like, knit the entire top on vacation. So, it'd be, like, my top from Europe. Um, I finished it on the flight. I watched, like, seven movies while we were going back. So, it, I, it, I had, I had a while. Yeah, I had a while. It was kind of funny because I saw some people, like, watching me knit. And it was just kind of hilarious. It was just kind of funny. Anyway, but I kind of, like, got over my fear of knitting in public on that trip because I knit on the air on the airplane. I technically didn't knit in public. Well, I did, but not really. Anyway, I got over my fear of knitting in public on the trip. I finished it on the airport on the airplane. I, like, barely finished it when we landed. I, like, barely finished it, like, 20 minutes before we landed. But I'm super happy with that turned out. I still haven't well, one in the ends, but it is blocked, and it looks really cute. I just need to take pictures and weave in the ends. But yeah, <laughs> so I knit that on my Europe trip, and then also I went on a trip at the beginning of summer with my school, and I was like, oh, I'll bring that Aaron crop with me. This was in June. This was in June, right? It's just like this little tank top, right? It has cables on it. I'll be able to finish it. I ended up not having, like, any time on the trip to actually, like, knit it, and then when I got back, I just kind of, like, abandoned. Like, I'd worked with maybe a couple of rounds a week or whatever, 
but I didn't finish it until after my Europe trip was like in like the end of July to like the middle of August or like around July and August so basically it took me all summer to make that and you know it took me like a month to knit my other things so I really didn't knit that much this summer and I didn't really crochet it either so it was kind of like a yarn like a sad like I didn't have that much time to knit and crochet during the summer but it was still like a really fun summer but so yeah I knit two tops and I got like a huge amount of yarn like I said like a hundred times before I'm so happy with the yarn super like it's just so amazing anyway so now it's like starting to be fall so I'm trying to like get my fall knits ready I'm making a tank top with mohair right now because for some reason I still haven't knit a sweater but that's my goal for this fall to knit a sweater like an actual sweater with two full-length sleeves <laughs> haven't really decided the pattern but it's most likely gonna be a Kara Ang pattern just because I have a lot of mohair well not really but I kind of bought a lot of yarn from the Sorella Yarns Autumn in New York collection that kind of that got released like a little while ago so maybe it'll be with that except I don't yeah never mind I got some like Surrey so maybe I'll make it something with that like like a striped fluffy sweater because it doesn't really get that cold where I live so yeah but I might just need it I don't know See, I have a lot of just, like, thoughts floating around in my head about what I'm going to knit and, like, what I'm going to knit it with and, like, what am I going to, what pattern am I going to use? And so I'm really glad that I'm I'm actually recording podcasts again because now I can, like, dump all my thoughts about knitting out into, a, like, people, I guess. So thank you for listening to my thoughts being dumped out about knitting and crocheting. Anyway, I was originally... I was crocheting while watching a movie the other day, and I, like, kind of just crocheted a vest, and I'm super happy with how it turned out. And so then I started crocheting in this other vest, and I'm not done with it yet, but it's looking really cute. But anyway, I'm, like, it's, like, they're really cool. I love them both. So hopefully the second one turns out cute, and then I can have, like, this cool, like, vest thing going on. But they're kind of, like, scrap with, like, scraps and stuff. But it was really fun making, like, the color combinations. And I used, like, mohair for the other one, but these vests, I hope they turn out cute, and I can, like, wear them during the fall, too. So, I wanted to knit a vest. That's my other, like, goal for the fall. Knit a, knit a sweater and knit a vest, and then, like, crochet anything else. I've said this before on the podcast, but for me, crocheting is more, like, creative. Well, not, I mean, obviously, knitting is creative, but, like, crocheting, I kind of just, like, explore more, because I'm just, like, more comfortable with it. I learned it first. And then knitting, I almost always will follow a pattern. I mean, obviously almost always I'll not follow the pattern correctly like I'll make my own additions to it and like edit it and whatever but like I never I haven't really followed crocheting patterns for a while except for like amigurumi so I don't know it's just like the difference between it for me for my knitters and crocheters out there what is like your like what's the difference between knitting, knitting and crocheting for you I'm gonna make a question for this podcast like I know there's like a feature I can do that for like my listeners who use spotify to like answer my question or whatever so I'll put a question with this podcast, and I guess we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, so that was the podcast. Thank you so much for listening and for sticking with it, even though I kind of take a break all summer. Also, I didn't really do that much during the summer. Uh, But, yeah, I hope you're having a great day and that you knit and crochet stuff that makes you happy and buy a lot of yarn. Well, not buy a lot of yarn, but have a, have a lot of yarn that makes you happy. 
so yeah that's pretty that's it for today have a nice day goodbye and thank you so much for listening to youthful yarning